0: How you doing? what's up? It's been a while um yeah, I literally have no idea what to talk about this week because um haven't really done <laughs> an awful lot um so my my recap of the week uh, my recap of the week is going to be a bit lackluster let's say. Um, But I do have other things to talk about. So I'm I'm hoping that as I start talking, I find it. Otherwise, it's just going to be me ad-libbing for an hour, which is how long these things seem to last. I don't know if I'm going to last the whole hour today because it's currently 2.20 (laughs) a.m., It is Wednesday my dudes <laughs> uh, Sorry, it's one of my favourite memes and, and the world needs to see it, to be honest um, Let me just mess with this this thing here I hope it's as annoying as possible for you But hopefully you can hear me better now, you know Um, so yeah, uh, let's have a, let's have a think back, shall we? What have I done in my week? Um, I don't know. I didn't do anything until like Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, I went to see the new Batman movie with my brother. So, um, like that was at midnight. And then it went on to like three a.m. I'm not going to talk about it because I know people haven't seen it. I'm not one of those people, but it did give me an idea for what I want to talk about. In um, let me just get my button. (coughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't. I could stop it whenever I want, did you? I got one new drop today, and uh, I'm I'm only going to use it once, and I need you to like. I want you to listen out for it. it's going to be subtle, and I don't know if um, if you're ready for it, to be completely honest with you. Um, it took me a couple of minutes to find and isolate and put in my little machine, but I think it's going to serve a good purpose. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Ugh. Sorry. Um, like, I don't know if you can tell because, you know, you can't see me, but, um, I record these episodes on my sofa. Ah, just trod on my earphones. That, that wasn't fun. Sorry. I'm trying to get this cushion behind my back without fucking up the audio too much and without leaving like a 10 minute pause. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, I should really start recording these at my desk because like, you think you know how you want to sit for an hour and then um, you do it. And every single time I've come away like sweating and hunched over and my back's been in absolute agony. Whoa! You tell him, you tell him. No, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> it is a lot of damage. Um, emotional damage. Emotional damage. My brother sent me a meme this week and um, I I, I say a meme, it's a a YouTube video of this uh, guy who finds uh, a video game uh, which has Asian difficulties Um, (laughs) and it made me laugh a lot and it's where the isolated sound clip of emotional damage comes from and it makes me very happy. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah, now that that um, slightly racist accent, I don't know. I don't know what counts for impersonation and if it's even allowed. Like, those rules get murky for me. Like, I know intent has a lot to do with everything. It's the same with when, like, people talk about trans stuff. For me, like... (sighs) Yeah, like when people say that uh, the trans community can't take a joke, that's something that upsets me because I can take a joke. Um, It's not all I can take. But like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it so much if the jokes weren't so shit. They always labour on the same fucking points. And it's like, I don't know, maybe if you put half a minute into thinking about what you're actually about to say, you could make an interesting joke that I would laugh at. Um, it isn't just, ooh, man touched his willy off and now he's a lady. I, we get it. You enjoy being reductive and, like, I don't know, base humans find it funny, but it's not. Um, well, it's not intelligent and it doesn't make, you know, smart people laugh. It's just... The fucking common pleb like <laughs> like one of the jokes i actually enjoy um which like it, it still hurts my feelings a little bit but that's only because of the language used but at least there's some thought behind it and that's uh anthony jesselnik's trans joke um where he says oh how does he start yeah, he says uh, he's he's uh, like political correctness is uh, going crazy and uh, you can't even call them chicks with dicks anymore, which is an outdated term for trans people. It's not like people still use it, but it's mainly in the porn industry. You can't call them chicks with dicks anymore. No, you have to call them men who talk too much and that had me creasing up the first time I heard it I was in the bath and uh, I think I let out a little fart because I was laughing so much um so yeah in case you didn't know I watch comedy specials while in the bath they make me they make me laugh <laughs> I don't normally do it to fart but here we are um <laughs> I don't know how we got onto this subject um Fuck, how did I get onto this subject? Oh, you can't joke about trans people. You can't joke about trans people. Just put some fucking thought into it. I don't know. Maybe I'll start sharing examples of good trans jokes so people get an idea of what they are. Um, what, oh, what was I going to talk about? Yeah, you know, I went to see the Batman. Friday, I also went to Jiu-Jitsu, which was nice. Um... I've kind of been trying to get back into the groove of it a little bit. Um, I went this evening or yesterday evening, considering the time, and uh, paired with one of our black belts for the lesson. That was fun. That was really fun because, um, I don't know, he's (laughs) technically he's just as lazy as me, but he's like a manual labourer, so I can understand why he's... Like, his body's tired and stuff. But um, we had fun. That was good. That was good. Saturday, um, uh, again, I didn't do anything. I was still recovering from Friday, like, only getting three hours sleep after watching The Batman and then being hype all day because I'd seen The Batman. I wanted to talk to everyone, but no one had seen it yet because I'm a fucking penis. I don't know why that my microphone just cut out the word penis for some reason. So, um, penis—it's <laughs> been captured for posterity. Um. So yeah. Although one thing I did do on Saturday, I was supposed to go to my friend's birthday party, um, in Birmingham, which is like a one and a half to like one and three quarter hour drive and like I had every intention of going like, uh, I was in bed all morning cause I'm a hero and we don't all wear capes. Some of us wear duvets. <laughs> um, yeah. And like I got up, I showered. That's right. You heard it here first. I took a shower And I washed my hair. Like, this is the most important thing. I, um, since my depression kicked off into high gear, I am, like, that's probably one of the first things to go. Like, I don't mind not washing my hair because I normally have it up, up, like in a bun. So, um, it just, (laughs) uh, it sounds disgusting, but like I can go like three or four weeks without washing it and it gets to the point where it's like, uh, and, um, But once it's washed, it's really nice and I like it. Um, Ridiculously enough, I've been wearing it down a lot more, um, which I don't do. I don't normally do that. Um, But I like my hair. No one really sees it down. Um, I went to jujitsu today with my hair down um, because I didn't want... uh, What did I do? I got ready and my um, hair tie was barely holding it in because I wanted it to be loose. So that it wasn't super tight and pulling my hair and making my head hurt. Um, and like three separate people like, oh my God, I've never seen you with your hair down. Yeah, I know, because I never wear it down. This is, this is something that you should be like locking into your vaults in your brain box. You've seen it. You need to keep hold of this in your mind's eye now. It's not going to happen again. Because <laughs> I'm that special, everyone. I'm that special. Um how's this noise going for you? I keep hearing it coming through my headphones and it's literally just how I'm talking. Um I'm not doing it on purpose, apart from that moment just then, when I did do it on purpose, just to emphasize the fact. I hope that now that I've pointed it out, that's all you can hear. I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow. I'm gonna swallow and hopefully that fixes the issue. I don't know. I need probably one of those pop mics. I don't I don't I've got regular mics. The mic that I want to use for this podcast doesn't work cuz I'm uh like at the minute I'm using GarageBand with the set setup. But the Rodecaster doesn't have USB inputs for microphones for some reason. And if I use a USB microphone on GarageBand, I can't hear the Rodecaster through it. So it's like, ugh, why? Why? Why can't I have nice things? I just want nice things, but it won't let me. So anyway, Saturday, going back. Um. Yeah. So I did my hair. I wore a dress. Ladies and gentlemen or whoever you are, however you identify, I wore a dress. This doesn't happen like ever. It's the first time I've put on a dress for like two years, mainly because of the pandemic. I've been living in sweatpants, but um, I wore a dress. And like, so I made an effort. I made a real effort and I was tired. I made sure that I went to get um, like, some monster so that on the drive back I wasn't going to fall asleep I had something with some caffeine in it to keep me going and um I got to my friend's house who I was supposed to be going with and the first words out of her mouth were I haven't showered yet which which was a good sign for me and uh within 15 minutes both of us were like I don't know if I want to go and then Hayley waited for me to say we should stay. We should not, we should not go. I'm very tired. So, um, we stayed behind. I, uh, I apologize to my friend for not going. Um, I felt really bad and I still feel really bad because it was her 30th birthday and she deserved to have her friends there, but I was so tired and Haley was very ill. <laughs> I found out today. Um, so I'm waiting for those symptoms to kick in for me. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, everybody. Um, So, yeah. Honey, you've got a big storm coming. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, we stayed in. We watched a movie. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's the one with uh, Julia Louise dreyfus and Will Ferrell, where (laughs) uh, they're at like a Winter Lodge... And uh, a controlled avalanche happens and Will Ferrell runs away. And it's all about how the family lose respect for him. (laughs) Because he picked up his phone and ran away from his family. And the whole movie was just, like, it was, it was weird. Because obviously the the whole movie is played for dramatic effect. But, like, I'm so used to Will Ferrell being loud for laughs. The the fact that this performance was quite understated really took me off guard, and I think that has a lot to do with Julia Louise Dreyfus because her, like, just her facial expressions were enough to convey all of the comedy that I needed. I also love Julia Louis Dreyfus because she's amazing. Um, so yeah, we sat down, we watched that, we had a big chat about some uh, stuff that was going on in both our lives. And it was really nice. I had such a great evening. We just sat down and chilled and ate pizza. And then we watched Pam and Tommy on Disney. Which uh I've been told by one of my friends that I needed to watch and I was reluctant to watch because it's like eight hours of a like uh like a serial kind of documentary, but not really a documentary. A mockumentary no. But what? What's a biopic that, yeah, it's not a documentary. It's a biopic, but it's a serialized biopic. Oh, why, why, why are they doing so much? <laughs> but it's so good. Fuck. We watched two episodes and then it got late. It was like nine o'clock and both of us were like, I'm really tired. So I I left. And then. Uh, I ended up playing games when I got home and Sunday was for me. Um, I didn't have any plans uh, because I, I, I was on, I was of the understanding I'd be partying the night before, so I didn't make any plans. And uh, yeah, I, um, I sat in and I watched the rest of the episodes of Pam and Tommy and it was fucking amazing. I loved every minute of it. And like, it was so funny and like (laughs) well-performed. Like Sebastian Stan is actually amazing as Tommy Lee. And uh, like, because of that uh, serial biopic, that's what I'm calling it. That's what it is now. I don't care if it's called something else. Um, (laughs) Like he really puts across how much of like a douche, uh, Tommy Lee is, is like, He's the loveliest guy Like The scenes where Pam's career is taking off And like you can see He's genuinely in awe Of her And like He's so happy that She's happy and that she's doing things That she loves And like that comes across really well Lily James' perfection Chef's kiss as a uh, Pamela Anderson and <laughs> like oh my god the whole thing's so good but um like the deposition at the end in like the last episode and the episode previous are so heart-wrenching and gut-wrenching to like look back uh on through today's lens and like i'm sure it still happens now where her Like, Pam's character was brought into question because she decided to pose for Playboy. And, um, like, the whole argument, like, revolves around, oh, well, you're happy to pose for magazines for financial recompense, like, essentially calling her a prostitute. (laughs) But, like, this video... This home video has been leaked to the world. Why? Why is this any different to that? And it's like uh, the big word is consent, and I think more people could benefit from its use and understanding. Like honestly, it's so fucking harsh. I ca- I can't get over it. Um, like I was so sad watching that, and like coming from a manic depressive, that's saying something. <laughs> Like if you can interfere with my sadness with your own, fuck! Congratulations. (laughs) Um. So yeah, like that was my weekend. I didn't really do a lot. I planned on going out, going to the gym, play some golf, but um, I didn't. I stayed in. I watched Pam and Tommy. I had a subway for dinner, and it was amazing. And then. Yeah, what did I do? I think I watched something else in the evening. No, that's what I've done all week. All I've done is watch. Um, oh, like I found a new YouTuber that I've been just consuming all their content. Uh, a guy called Nick is not green. um, And I just enjoy his commentary. I think it's funny. And the uh, subjects that he talks about whilst it's kind of the same stuff that's talked about by other um, social commentators, let's say, uh, I enjoy his delivery style. So um, I've been consuming a lot of that. I've also uh, I fell down a rabbit hole of Vine (laughs) uh, compilations and now I'm on to like meme compilations. So that makes me chuckle. But like you don't realise you're losing half an hour a time and watching like six or seven videos and you don't realise just how far down the rabbit hole you've gone. And the next thing you know, it's like 3am and you have to get up for work in the morning and, uh, uh, why, why is life so hard? But yeah, like, um, I've been going back into the office for work. I know like lift your chin off the floor, my friend, it's happening. Um, like in-person socializing is becoming a thing once more. I won't hear anything else of it. Um, so yeah, Mondays I'm going back into the office with my team, which is nice. Um, we didn't really do much this week (laughs) because my manager ended up getting pulled into a, one of those non-meetings, which is fun. Um, he was so apologetic, bless him. And, uh, yeah, today, today was today. Like I've been tired all day because, um, oh yeah, I got home from work yesterday and uh, I had a quick nap because that's who I am now. I'm a nap person. Uh, I was so tired when I got home. Bloody hell. I, I, like when I go to the office, I get to the office for 6am roughly. So it means I leave the house about, uh, 10, to quarter to five. Um, cause I hate myself and I, I would rather have no sleep than half an hour of traffic. And like, you can unpack it that in whatever way you want. <laughs> I know how it sounds, but fuck like, I, I can't sit in traffic and like, that's not like, I don't get road rage. I don't really get angry, angry when I'm behind the wheel. I'll have the occasional slip where I'll, um, I'll shout at one of the other drivers, even though they explicitly cannot see me or hear me. I will externalize my, um, my, not aggressive, my frustration. That's the word frustration. Um, so yeah, that's fun. That's a fun thing. Um, but also yesterday, I uh, I download I I pre-ordered and downloaded WWE two K twenty two for my PlayStation, and yeah, like I know you were just thinking, hey, I don't think I didn't think my opinion of you could get any lower, and then it just did, and I I keep I keep lowering this bar. I apologize, but like I grew up with those games. And I haven't really played them for a few years because they got rubbish. And there's been a lot of uh, positive feedback kind of around, um, what's it called? Uh, 2K22. Uh, like they revamped the the engine a little bit. So it feels a bit more like uh, the old Smackdown games. Which is what I grew up on. Uh, they're hilarious. Their create character feature is by far one of the greatest things that's ever happened to my life. Um, speaking as a trans person, any game where you get to create your character and, um, I don't know, be who you want to be, like, perfection. So, uh, yeah, this is no different. The create character in this game is immense I saw I played with my brother this evening and fucking hell <laughs> he, he made such a great character he's like the biggest fattest man but he's um he moves like a cruiserweight. weight oh my god um he's like a lucha libre he he's got the most agility on the planet and it's so weird seeing this big fat man doing uh like triple front flips and stuff <laughs> i'll see if i can get a picture i i need to actually put some social media for this together like my plan for this podcast initially was record three or four episodes oh shit sorry have like a back catalog so that um like when people find it there's not just one episode and then they have to wait for something else so like you have something more you can go and listen to if you enjoy it i don't know who does um I, I don't know who's listening to this podcast. There are four people who have listened to every episode and it's freaking me out because I know who one of them is. And like, this is the first podcast that I've done where I haven't ever listened to it back. um, and <laughs> partly because I'm just rambling and um, I don't know how enjoyable that is for people. And I don't know how enjoyable any of this is for anyone. um, I'm, almost positive that people just come for the the upmarket humor <laughs> yeah boy mate that's so loud i don't know why the dj horns like four octaves above everything else on this fucking soundboard You heard the noise, everyone. You've heard the noise. And that noise means we're, we're transforming conversation. Um, I think I've talked about my week enough. 27 minutes. I was expecting that to take 10 because I didn't have anything to say. And here we are, people. Um, so last week I introduced a new feature called Am I the Arsehole? Um This week I fully intended on um, creating a a soundbite for it, like I did with the pop culture section, which I'm excited to talk about today. Um, but that'll happen in a minute. I saw this story for Am I the Asshole?" in the week and it made me laugh because, um, like the people in the story are 32 and 30 years old, but one of them acts like they're In high school, (laughs) it's like, this is ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm clinically depressed and, uh, my depression manifests in spending money I don't have on things I don't need. And this person is worse with money than I am. (laughs) And it makes me laugh so much. So, um, without further ado, uh, here is, here is this week's Am I the Arsehole for your consideration. Um, Again, I'm gonna read this out. I'm gonna read the whole thing so that you get as much information as me. I'm gonna talk about it for a minute, and then if you I don't know I don't know if this is any way you can put comments or anything in. Um I'd like to hear your thoughts though. Maybe drop me an email. Um my depressing at gmail dot com. I haven't plugged that enough either. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, my intentions and stuff with the podcast. Fucking hell. Oh. Could you stay on topic, Chloe? Hey, Chloe, could you stay on topic for, like, one fucking minute and not just divert every fucking second? Um, so my intention was to put up a few episodes so that when people find it, they had stuff to go to. And then I'd start advertising it on social media platforms. So uh, there is uh, oh. Speaking of comment, there is, like, an Instagram for it. Um, I think I'll start putting more stuff on there and then just get people's opinions through there. And then next week, we can talk about the opinions. I'll just have a quick, like, five-minute recap. I don't want this podcast to be, like, hours long, though. Like, I don't know, actually. Like, I don't know, it's weird. Again, I'd love feedback from people who actually listen. Like, if you think an hour's a good amount of time to listen to the, my dulcet tones, um, my stupid fucking soundboard, <laughs> 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 um, or if there's stuff you want me to talk about, like again, uh, advice always welcome. Let's say that my door's always open. Anyway, uh, enough of that. I'm going to talk about am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? There you go. That's the that's your intro for the Am I the asshole? Um, so here we go. Am I the asshole for refusing to pay for my husband's meal at the restaurant? Ooh. Is this reverse sexism? I hear you say. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Me female 30, and my husband, male 32, have been married for four months. He likes to be independent in everything, especially when it comes to money. He's bad with money, meaning he never plans for tomorrow and enjoys buying new things every day. (laughs) I approached him with the idea of having a joint account and he said okay, but sadly he took it as in his salary was doubled up and kept purchasing stuff that are expensive without even running it through me. It was just like grab money and go spend it. Not okay because we have commitments. Obviously, you're adults. <laughs> I talked to him, his response his response is that since his since his money's in that account, meaning he doesn't have to tell me about where he spends it because technically it's his money. He admitted the joint account was a bad idea and unnecessary. In his words, am I crazy to think that everyone should just be able to have their own money to spend regardless of whether they were married or not? I don't know. (laughs) We decided that each of us have our own salary, but both equally pay for everything. He agreed, long as he could buy whatever he wants with his money. Seems fair. So... Last night, he suggested we go eat at a restaurant. Keep that in mind. Uh, I assumed each of us pay for our own meals. We arrived. He ordered more dishes than me and two types of dessert. When it was time for paying, I asked the waitress for separate bills and my husband looked confused when he heard it. He said, you're not going to pay for my meal too. I told him it's his decision that it was his decision that each of us pay for everything individually. Told him this is what separate finance means. He got upset saying he spent all the money he had before coming out to the restaurant and didn't think I'd actually decline to pay. So it's fair that I pay for dinner. After he argued and threw a fit, I just paid for my meal and was about to leave when he called me selfish and mean. <coughs> <laughs> He came home two hours later telling me his buddy came and paid for his meal, no problem. He said I shouldn't have declined to pay for his meal and was being mean to him. I still argued. He still argued with her. Uh, I told him not to take his misplaced anger out on me, but he still argued with me about what I did and how unacceptable it was. After that, I took some time to calm down we had to talk this morning and when I suggested therapy first thing he said was okay but who's paying then reminded me of what I did and how unacceptable it was he keeps bringing it up and wants me to (laughs) apologise in case our jobs are relevant I'm a secretary and he's a police officer the evidence has been falsified it's impossible This story makes me so fucking cringe. It's, ah, uh, but like, it really speaks, um, to the sense of entitlement that some people have when it comes, when it comes to their, uh, relationship and money. Um, like, I completely understand where she's coming from. In my opinion, she's definitely not the asshole. Um, he's the one who doesn't have, uh, a grip on what he's spending. Therefore, it's not her responsibility to bail him out every single time. Like, I don't know. I, like, I was married for some years myself. And um, as discussed previously, I'm not the best person with money. However, my spouse was brilliant with money. They were the best. They could go without spending money forever. Um, absolutely brilliant person. So um, what we would do is I would pay for all of the, I would pay all of the bills out of my salary and then what was left I had to spend and we saved all of their salary. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, privileged. Yes. Yes, I am. But yeah, Um, so my partner handled all of our finances, and when I wanted something, it was just a conversation. I said, "I want this thing." Is that okay? And they would say, nine times out of ten, yes, that seems fair. That seems nice. Let's do that. Let's get that. Um, and then like the one time out of ten, it would just be a question why do you want it is it something that you need need and that would only happen like near the end of the month if money was tight um which it wasn't so like why make a massive fuss about your finances and then complain when she uses your logic against you it's not even against you she's just using your logic (laughs) Like why how is this even a thing? <laughs> oh my mind And like you know as soon as as soon as she was like, Yeah, can you split the bill? Um we want two separate bills Like he was definitely staring at her through the fucking server like The owners been bought of her. <laughs> Like <laughs> he's <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I did only intend to isolate. I oh, am yeah, the law, um, but hearing his whole speech had me in stitches, and I loved it so much that I thought I'd put it all in. So I did, and I hope you enjoy it just as much as I do. The evidence has been <laughs> the human <assistant> that The evidence has been falsified oh Sylvester (laughs) can we talk about how ridiculous Sylvester is as a name like the only other Sylvester I know is from Sylvester and Tweety like how is how did why does no one talk about this like was it was it a popular name at some point or did like his mum just pull it out of out of a hat just be like you know what Sylvester I fucking love that cat (laughs) oh and they both talk weird which is amazing to me <laughs> so yeah um no i don't think this woman is an asshole. i don't see their marriage lasting to be honest um like he's very much a woe is me kind of person and like he treats money like there's no tomorrow which is understandable if you have a uh, like suicidal complex you don't expect to live till tomorrow but if you're a real person living in the real world you're probably going to live till tomorrow uh so yeah not the arsehole. i'm going to i'm going to drop this on instagram and then people can t- i I want to hear your opinions cuz is there something that i missed um, is he not the arsehole? Or is there something else that she's done, which means that she's even less of an asshole that uh, you think I, that you think should also be mentioned? I don't know. I'm interacting with with nothing and I apologize. Anyway. I think it's about time we. Culture. That's right. Um, so for this week's pop culture segment, like I said earlier, I went to see the Batman last week and, um, because I refuse to talk about this Batman apart from the fact that I love it. And I think everyone should go and see it in the cinema if possible, because, um, I very much like going to the cinema and I would like it if they didn't all close. Um, as nice as home premieres are, I like a big screen. Um, you might too. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, because I don't want to talk about that, I thought, why not talk about the last movie that had the Riddler in? <laughs> Which was Batman Forever. Um <laughs> And like, so I watched this movie, um, to refresh my brain box about the whole situation. I, I remember having, uh, less than, less than brilliant opinions of the movie going into it, but it's like a secret masterpiece. Um, <laughs> um, like again, because, you, if you've listened to the last few episodes, you know how ridiculous I am as a social commentator, especially when it comes to movies. Like, I'm not going to actually tell you anything apart from how I feel. And like, I feel really good about this movie. Um, It's really weird because the one thing that most Batman films kind of, like, they don't, they don't get the balance right when it comes to batman and bruce wayne so um you either have this uh underdeveloped batman character and then this brilliant bruce wayne or you have an overdeveloped batman character and then a kind of non-existent bruce wayne and the identities are supposed to be kind of um like balanced as unhinged as Batman is as a character, or you would believe he is if you just watched the movies, like as a character in the comic books, he's actually well adjusted and he's able to keep a uh, a relatively balanced um like identity and secret identity uh so like in this movie, we get a little bit more of that you get to see um like a confident Bruce Wayne you get to see a semi intelligent Bruce Wayne. Um although like all of the <laughs> all of the riddles in this movie were fucking ridiculous and stupid. Um but like they I think Val Kilmer does a good Batman. <laughs> um I I I try to come into these things without doing a lot of research so um i did do a little bit of research for this one but only because uh i wanted to talk about more than just the movie and i found out two really fun facts <laughs> one of them <laughs> one of them is a quote from the director joel schumacher <laughs> who said val uh val kilmer short for valerie i am i'm sure um is the most psychologically troubled human being I've ever worked with. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that statement makes me laugh, but it really does. Um, I enjoyed Val Kilmer in this movie. I'm upset that he only uh, donned the cape and cow for one outing. But, um, like, he was really good as both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Like, It was, I don't know, it's the same with all, like, 90s, early 2000s action movies. Like, there's a lot of, um, oh, what are they called? Like, camera switches between action set pieces. So, like, you never see, like, a punch thrown and followed through in the same frame. It's always the punch is thrown, the camera changes, and then the person does something, and it's just really weird. Um, so, like the the set pieces, I wasn't too keen on, but that's not why I'm watching the movie. To be completely honest, um, I'll tell you who the real fucking hero of this movie is, and that's fucking Alfred. Um, honestly, he he played Alfred in the first four Batman movies. Um, oh, what's his name? Batman nineteen eighty nine Your name is Michael Goff. Oh my god, he's a great Alfred. Um so yeah. Like I like that like the, the movie was more neon than it needed to be and like with uh Joel Schumacher at the helm you can see where he kicked this up into like fifth gear for Batman and Robin. Um, because that movie has been described as a neon nightmare and I live for it. It's genuinely one of my favorite films for the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze and his puns are second to none. Uh, I love a fucking dad pun and just <laughs> everything that comes out of the man's mouth is gold. Um, so anyway, back to Batman Forever. The The movie opens and it's like um, a shortcut montage of uh, Val Kilmer getting the Batsuit on and then walking to the uh, the Batmobile. And then he gets there, he stands there, and then it cuts to Alfred. And <laughs> this fucking G opens his mouth and he's like, I don't suppose I could uh, tempt you with a sandwich, sir. And uh, like... The line has me in fits of laughter every single time I hear it. Um Because, like, there's such a massive juxtaposition of all of the information you've been handed from the beginning of uh, Val Kilmer suiting up to be Batman and then just jump into this 80-year-old man asking if he wants to bring some sandwiches out on patrol with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... Batman responds, "I'll just swing by a drive-through." And like, mate, you're in a fucking rocket-powered car. You ain't going through a drive-through. It's fucking ridiculous. Um. Anyway, the reason I wanted to talk about Batman Forever is because of the depiction of the Riddler. And um, so for those who don't know, uh, Batman Forever has two villains. Um, you've got Two Face and the Riddler played by Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey, respectively. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like, <sighs> Drew Barrymore's in the movie as one of, um, one of, uh, two faces like women, let's say, uh, he's got, he's got two women called sugar and spice one for each side of his face, which is hilarious. Um, um, Someone didn't tell Tommy Lee Jones he wasn't playing uh, the 89 Batman's Joker because um, he just fucking hams up every scene he's in. And I love it. Like, I live for it. That's what this movie was supposed Like, so this was the first movie that kind of stepped away from uh, the gritty noir of what the 89 and 91, I think it was, Batman movies, 89 and 92 it's it kinda of stepped away from the aesthetic that was set up by Tim Burton. Whilst he produced Batman Forever, he didn't uh direct. So it it became a bit campier, which I'm all for. I love 60s Batman. Uh Adam West was a fucking king in that role. And <laughs> like you've got Chris O'Donnell playing Robin in Batman Forever as well. And um oh, what does he say? Like Oh, they they reach an island at the end, and he's like, "Holy, holy rusted metal, Batman!" And like, <laughs> Batman's like, "The fuck did you just say to me?" And he's like, "The ground, it's metal, and it's got holes in it. It's holy metal." And um, it didn't work, but it was definitely a callback to sixties Batman, which makes me happy. Um, but like, if you're calling back to sixties Batman, just let them sit in it. Let them, let them just don't. You don't have to reference it back, like, oh, why are you talking so weird? Sorry, it's a callback to something that you don't get and I don't get, but the audience will. And then a, a cheeky wink to camera. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I needed a drink because my throat was tickling. Now I'm gonna burp. <clears throat> my burps are really weird. They sound really off, like. I'm in, I'm in awe of people who can just let out like a a really solid belch or like a deep burp. But I sound like a dinosaur from uh, Jurassic Park. And I don't know what's wrong with how I burp. Um, I can't do it any other way. It's crazy. Anyway, back to this movie. So it's, it's really weird because... The Riddler as a character has never really been um, overly zany apart from his depiction in the 60s TV show. Like, he's supposed to be a cerebral uh, character for sure and a little bit... Oh my God, now, now I've got hiccups. Seriously, seriously, you're doing this to me now. I fucking hate my body. Anyway, like the Riddler, he, he he was never really supposed to be zany. He's more like, um, he was more the chaotic neutral to the Joker's chaotic evil, if that makes sense. Like you've got, um, so in this movie you have Tommy Lee Jones playing Two-Face, who is like a lawful chaos or like a lawful neutral no he's not neutral <sighs> like a lawful bad maybe i know it's weird cuz it it's the flip of a coin however like there's bias associated to those flips so it's not necessarily all good cuz he's only flipping the coin when he wants to do something bad so it's weird um but yeah like <sighs> The Two Face in this movie, he's more like the Joker from the '89 Batman because he is a note perfect copy of what that character was. <laughs> um, apart from occasionally he'll flip a coin. That's it. That's all they've done. Great character development. Um, the little, <laughs> like, for no reason whatsoever, like, uh, Bruce is watching a, a news. Um, like, a news segment about Harvey Dent getting acid thrown on his face. And, like, he's holding up a sheet of paper to one side of his face, but you see the acid go down, like, his whole face. And, yeah, only half of his face is perfectly, uh, like, scarred. Uh, it's... <laughs> it's so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> um, but, like, it's... W- <laughs> The the craziest thing about this m- movie, especially with these, the, the two, um, the two enemies, the two antagonists, was that, like, the second piece of information that I found out about this film for this podcast, you're fucking welcome, everyone. Um, <clears throat> so before the film went into production, once casting was done, uh, <laughs> um, Jim Carrey walked into a, a restaurant where Tommy Lee Jones was eating and, like... Like, Jim Carrey described the meeting as, like, he saw all of the blood drain from Tommy Lee Jones's face and it was like he was in pain or something. And, <laughs> like, Tommy Lee Jones gets up and he's, like, physically shaking. And he says says to Jim Carrey who I like I need to add this was peak Jim Carrey um he's like (laughs) he's like an elastic man he he's he's just on Ace Ventura he's just on the mask he's like there's more Jim Carrey around in this moment in time than there has ever been in the world ever um and he stares at him he gets up he's he's like physically shaking he shakes his hand and he says I hate you I really don't like you Jim Carrey's like what's going on man what what are you talking about Tommy Lee Jones says to him I cannot sanction your buffoonery (laughs) Uh, it makes me so happy. Like that statement. How <laughs> you're Jim Carrey. You're at like a high in your career, and you've got fucking uh, this guy from like U.S. Marshals, and I think he'd done like uh, a biopic for um, like a baseball player, something like Cobb or something. And like he's he's obviously a straight man. Like, he's, he's a very, um, like, a straight actor, I think, like, personally. He he does well in, uh, like, comedic movies where he plays the straight man. He's a lot like Leslie Nielsen in, in that sense, where he's very good at ignoring the craziness going on around him and just playing a scene straight for laughs. Um, but that's not what went on in this movie. Oh, my God. And, like... He hates Jim Carrey, hates him. These two are literally nose to nose for so much of this film. They're very buddy-buddy in most of the scenes. And all I can think of, all I could think through watching this whole movie was, if you two fucking hate each other, you're hugging each other an awful fucking lot, you know? (laughs) But like as soon as I as soon as I heard that story, all I could think about was like, where this is peak Jim Carrey. I'm just thinking like, Tommy Lee Jones. He's out for dinner. He's probably with his wife or something. They're just having a nice quiet evening. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. Tommy Lee Jones doesn't strike me as someone who's like lavish or extravagant. So he's probably in just like a nice restaurant, not overly expensive, not. uh anything too too flashy and then (laughs) you've got Jim Carrey kicking down the front door and this big fucking rubber man comes gangling in like honker (laughs) honker, and just like hey hey everyone and like (laughs) you've got Tommy Lee Jones is like I cannot sanction your buffoonery And we're going to be in a movie together where we're both going to be over-the-top cartoonish idiots. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that was my shit brilliant film for this week. And I loved every moment of it. Um, Of course, I didn't talk about the plot or anything that happens in it. Nicole Kidman's also in this movie, by the way. And it's really weird. Like, um, I'm getting to like uh, an hour, so... I will cut off soon, but I just want to, there's a couple more things I need to talk to you about Batman forever. Um, so the movie has a scene which happens in most Batman films and I cannot explain it where like for no reason whatsoever Batman's driving his Batmobile and then out of nowhere, like goons in cars are behind him. And it's like, where did you come from? Why are you here? Like, did you set this meeting up? I'm pretty sure you didn't. Like, it just makes no sense. Like, the car chase happens out of nothing. He's not chasing them away from something. Like, Batman's literally out in the street. I think he was going to the uh, the bat signal. Like, maybe they saw the bat signal and they're waiting for like for him to turn up in Gotham or whatever. But, like, just out of nowhere. And also Tommy Lee Jones fucking walking across the street in, like, a cloak and with a pram and then he takes it off and he fires a rocket launcher (laughs) and then for no reason the batmobile can move sideways oh i love it i love it like this movie is so ridiculous like as much as i love the 89 and 92 batman like batman and batman returns some of the best movie making comic book movie making that's ever happened that goes without saying but what Batman Forever does is it takes all of the grounded and gritty elements of those two movies and then in it injects it with some of the 1966 TV show, which is why it's probably why I enjoy it so much. And then like moving on, you've got Batman and Robin, the next movie, with Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl, because we needed that. And um one of my one of the best things i've ever read about batman and robin like everyone talks about how shit it is and how bad it is but like one of the the best like fan theories i've heard for it is the fact that in batman forever um like the riddler's essentially developed this device that can manipulate people's brain waves and it like sucks out their iq and stuff so the reason everything is devolved somewhat in Batman and Robin is that everyone's that little bit dumber now. So all of the stupid shit that happens in Gotham in Batman and Robin is directly because of what happened in Batman forever. And I love that. That's a great theory. It makes me so happy. (laughs) Um, I don't know why I'm talking like this. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Um, I think that's about it for this week. Um, thank you for listening to me ramble on. I fully intended this episode to go forty-five minutes, but it's looking like it's gonna be an hour again. Fuck. <laughs> um so yeah, thank you if you've stuck around this long. Uh thank you if you've listened to every episode so far. You're the real OG, and I fucking love you. Um But yeah, um again, the gmail is my depressing shit life at gmail.com uh hit me up with any questions or queries or just general feedback i'd love to hear from you um but if i don't hear from you um yeah have a great week i fucking love you i'll speak to you next week